welcome to this week's episode on Fit as a Fiddle. Um, today's a little special episode that's also going to be a video episode on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and the likes. Um, it's my birthday today, my actual birthday, and I am 34 weeks pregnant today as well. Um, so I just had planned for this day to like actually do a post for you guys that wasn't a guest or you know a lot of educational information, sorry, but rather uh, a little bit about my personal journey through pregnancy, um, along with just some of the professional things that I've come across as well. Um, so apologize if there's a little bit of rambling because I didn't actually write a script or questions or anything like that. I'm just speaking from the heart um, and sharing a little bit about what's been going on for the last couple of months. Um, so like I said, I'm 34 weeks pregnant um, and it has been such an interesting and incredible journey actually for the last couple of months. Um, firstly, firstly, I'm so, so, so grateful for this platform, for all of the guests that have come on to the show on Fit as a Fiddle. We've had like over 100 guests and um, I think like something like 150 plus episodes. I've kind of lost track at this point. Um, and so it's been great because I have really, truly found this platform to be educational for me. Um, as much as I hear that it's been helpful and educational for other people, um, I have learned so much from every single guest uh, who has spoken and has inspired me, has taught me something new, um, you know, and because I am sort of, uh, as a pelvic floor physical therapist in sort of this perinatal space here in New York City, um, a lot of my friends and colleagues happen to be also perinatal specialists of all kinds. So I've had the incredible opportunity to sit one-on-one -on -one with them you know, outside of our busy schedules to really factor out and, you know, 30 minutes or an hour to just talk about their work. And honestly, looking back on it, having the podcast now for some two plus years or three plus years with 150 episodes, it's been so amazingly educational and I've learned so much and I didn't even know how much I was learning when I was learning it, but I've been applying a lot of those things um, throughout my pregnancy and thinking about those things for my postpartum recovery as well. Um, you know, I've kind of seen the gamut treating in New York City for, you know, so many years and especially with the unique opportunity of treating people in their homes in New York City. People have, you know, different cultural backgrounds, different expectations different family situations, different financial backgrounds, different religious or cultural kind of belief systems. And it has been so cool to step into their homes and instead of you know them coming into my office uh, only for me to be able to step into their environment and to see how do they kind of deal with or um, you know, manage their parenthood and their early parenthood, especially, um, you know, from the simplest things like all of the baby products out there to understanding fi family dynamics to understanding how to make time for your body and your mental health. Um, it's been really cool to, to work with so many different families, um, you know, and really understand what their unique situations are um, and all of that has been such a great learning experience for me as well um, especially going through the actual pregnancy for the first time i have heard so many stories and i've been a part of so many other people's journeys um, you know and through the spectrum too i've worked with people who are wheelchair bound postpartum who have severe dysfunction and can't even walk to um you know the 
you know, postpartum mom at six weeks who just wants a general wellness checkup just to see what's going on. And so I've seen the spectrum of challenges. Um, I've seen fractures and so many different things. And, and so going through this journey myself, it's been so helpful to take everyone's experiences, personal experiences, along with my experiences, working with them, along with the plethora of people who have been on this show talking about, you know, their journeys and then piecing it all together and, um, you really just enjoying the process. So big thank you to all of the guests and a big thank you to all of my patients um, who have taught me so much. Um, so just a little bit about, I guess, what's been going on. I mean, from a personal perspective, I guess some of like the biggest symptoms or things that I've experienced, well, firstly, GERD, acid reflux. Oh my God, um, that is something very new for me as an Indian person who eats a lot of spicy food. Um, it's been so f weird and kind of funny to have a challenge eating spicy food. Um, I'm usually like literally the girl who has hot sauce in her handbag when she goes on vacation kind of a person. So um, that has been a big shift for me. It's it's funny because it's really not the end of the world, but it's it definitely was has been a thing and continues to be a thing for me. Um, so GERD, waking up in the middle of the night um, and not like I'm tired waking up and I can't go back to sleep, but like very awake and very like three in the morning, ready to like sit down and work kind of wake up. Uh, so that's been really cool and interesting. I think there was one day I actually, it was like a Saturday morning and I had gone to bed at like, you know, like 10.30 or 11 o'clock the night before. And then it was like 2.30 or three in the morning and like everything obviously lights out and I was just awake, so awake incredibly awake, could not go back to sleep. And so I just went uh, downstairs and put on a movie and then watched a Netflix movie, which I typically don't even watch movies, let alone on Netflix. I had a challenge even turning it on because I don't even know how to turn turn the TV on in our house. Um, but I, I just watched a movie. And so that was like, that was just funny uh, kind of things that have been going on. Um, and then what else? You know, a lot of random aches and pains. Um, knock on wood and really grateful that it's nothing that's been so severe that I haven't been able to self-manage and kind of use my own tools, tricks, and strategies to kind of get back on track. I do a lot of tennis ball rolling, foam rolling. My husband is my personal physical therapist. He does everything for me that I ask him to do, whether it's like, you know, can you get this knot out of my back? Or can you like pull my leg this way? Or can you do this? He does everything. He's so incredible. And honestly, like I would hire him kind of incredible. Um, so he's been such a great support and so, so, so helpful. Um, so thankfully no, no major aches and pains, but I can see how if I didn't manage those aches and pains, how they could get out of hand and really limit my mobility and limit my movement. Um, so it has been helpful to kind of implement my own, um, exercise plan. Um, I always talk about this, so you guys might have heard this in other podcasts or other things, but I have a, had a history of urinary incontinence pre-pregnancy, pre-everything, um, that I have a whole blog on my uh, website actually just talking about uh, stress and urge incontinence and my experience with it growing up, um, along with my experience with my stress fracture in my back called spondylolisthesis. Um, so those are two things that are kind of pre-existing kind of like history for me. So it's been interesting understanding how the pregnancy affects those things um, and how to manage those symptoms since I am predisposed to those um, and getting on top of it. So for example, with stress incontinence, obviously one of the big things that, um, you know, 
in terms of pelvic floor dysfunction for, during pregnancy and postpartum is urinary incontinence because of various, various factors, but one of them being the changes in your pelvic floor muscle function and the pressure and weight of the baby, the way you carry your um, body in space, the hormonal influences, the genetic influences. Um, and so really getting on track with my pelvic floor exercises has been really important, keeping that at bay. Um, and then with my spondylolisthesis, which is basically uh, happens when you over-exaggerate an arch in your lower back, which happened to me because of my history of being a professional dancer and a yoga teacher, and I did a lot of back bends and did not have a lot of stability and muscle support in my abs, my lower spine, um, my glutes, my hips. And so it was very flexible, but didn't really prioritize stability and strengthening. Um, and so I think in my, sometime in my early 20s, I had um, had a very acute... Uh, even though it's a stress fracture and it kind of accumulates over time, it was a very, very severe, acute episode um, when I was diagnosed with um, the spondylolisthesis, which kind of actually left me bedbound for over a week. And I had a few episodes and flare-ups of it for like two to three years here and there. But as long as I kept on top of my PT exercises and kept my stability work going, it's pretty much stopped for a long time now, at least to the severity that it was before. And when it does creep up, it just reminds me I need to do my exercises more. So that's always a good reminder and a good motivation. Um, and then with the pregnancy on top of it, with the weight of the baby, typically the pregnancy posture with the kind of like the arched back um, position, um, I notice when I get into that, especially now that I'm, you know, like 20 something pounds heavier and I'm able to correct it and actually I find that it's you have to have to have to pay attention to those things um, because only you know your body and you know when you're starting to move in ways that are different during your pregnancy even though it happens kind of gradually I've been catching myself doing that in my third trimester and have had to make it a point to work on it otherwise I have a pretty sore back by the end of the day especially because my job is also so physical um, I'm still working right now treating patients lifting limbs moving bodies um, and up on my feet so you know it's just something that I need to be more aware of and make sure that I stay on top of so those are kind of two things personally that I think I thought it would be fun my patients who are watching this to they've, they've heard it in the clinic when they've come to see me um, but you know it's just been really interesting and great to see this journey for myself taking everyone's perspectives and you know understanding the importance of support um, you know it can be sometimes feel like it's just your journey alone but it really isn't because there's so many people to reach out to to ask questions and you know and no matter what it's about whether it's about a baby product or whether it's something more severe like is this normal is this supposed to be happening um so i just i'm so happy and so grateful for this community this platform this podcast um my training choosing this field to be a pelvic floor pt i'm so 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 happy that i did that um, you know, not only for the hundreds and hundreds of people that I've been able to serve, but now being able to kind of serve myself in some ways as well. It's been so nice to see all of that knowledge carry through and experience that in my body. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully doing another one of these postpartum, um, when I can share a little bit more about the birth story and tell you guys, you know, the things that I was doing then. Um, but you know, I think the main thing here is, um, that I'm really happy and grateful and thankful for, for everything and all of the support. 
and uh, really excited for the baby, um, for a baby girl coming up in just a little over a month now. Um, so stay tuned. I'm sure there will be a lot more updates coming up. Um, I will be not treating treating patients during the summertime, um, but have you know really great people who are helping me through that, um, physical therapists uh, who are covering and a great team that's building right now. Um, the podcast will be still going on. Um, you know, through I think like at least midsummer before season six is up. So you guys can keep tuning in week after week and then we'll start up again um, probably end of fall and early winter for season seven, um, whose guests are already lining up now, which is very exciting. So those are some of the major updates. Um, just wanted to hear if you guys have any thoughts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, um, comment away. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you are hearing or watching this, um, you know, let me know your journeys. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear what's going on with you guys, um, whether you're pregnant or not. Um, and I think that's it. So see you guys later. Bye.